Welcome to Catholic Stuff You Should Know, a J10 initiative. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, welcome to Catholic Stuff You Should Know. This From is Deacon Mike. This is John. Today, we talk about, well, just kind of a fun fact I learned about indulgences. So I'm going to give you a little a little review of indulgences, because right. I, I know you know a little bit about that, John. You know, indulgences make me sick. They make you sick? They make me sick. We had that epiphany party last week. We have so many leftover cookies. I just keep indulging and indulging and indulging, and I'm just I'm sick all the time, man. Too many sweets. It sounds like you could use CrossFit. CrossFit. Get in shape, John. I know, I know. Slacking. <laughs> now, not those indulgences. This is a different. This is these are spiritual indulgences. Spiritual indulgences. Okay. So, a little review. Indulgences are our help to heaven. Okay. Assuming that we can't get there ourselves. So first we need Jesus and his grace, okay? So we need salvation. Then we need the help of other people, right? Okay. So if if I'm having trouble with my spiritual life, I will come to you, John, and I'll say, hey, would you pray for me for this or that? And I would and, say, yeah. Oh, thank you. To be thank awesome. you. Well, it would be great if you will pray for me. Okay, so there's going to be a point when I die, John. That's a sad thought. And uh, I know you're going to cry for me. And for the world, et cetera. But you're only 14 years old, so you've got plenty of time. <laughs> a youngin'. Um, but when I die, I can assume pretty well that with my life, not everything is going to be settled and uh, all the loose ends tied up. You're going to need help. You're going to need prayers. I'm still going to need prayers. Still going to need them. Okay. Yeah. And we're Catholics. So we pray for each other when we die. And I'm going to need prayers. So you're going to you're going to offer prayers and sacrifices for me. Right. And that's going to be called indulgences. Indulgences. You're going to win indulgences, gain indulgences for my my soul. So when I offer prayers or sacrifices for you after you've died with the hope that you'll go to heaven, be purified and go to heaven, that's an indulgence? That's indulgences. That seems a lot simpler than I thought it was. No, that's they're they're pretty simple actually. We pray for the dead, it helps them get to heaven. Okay, so they're they're controversial, but maybe we'll deal with that in another another podcast. So, what's the origin of indulgences? Where do these things come from? Wait, oh, wait. yeah. So that's my fun fact. Uh, the fun fact is that in the early church, their their uh, indulgences operated like this: you had the, a general persecution of Christians, and they were being killed by. Uh, well, I, actually, I don't know the kind of quantity, but there was a lot of Christians being killed. They would be taken and fed to lions for entertainment or at the gladiator games they were killed. All kinds of creative ways that the Romans were persecuting right. the early Christians. So you also had within the church a, a, a sense of, of sin that said there are only three big reasons that you jeopardize your salvation – or your relationship with the church. That is murder, apostasy, and adultery. Okay, so one of those three sins and you're out. You're out of one the church. One of those three sins and you are excommunicated. Okay, you what does that have to church. do with the martyrdom, though? Well, and that, and that meant that you are in trouble when you die if okay. you're out of the church because you need to be in the church, in the body of Christ. You need to be with Christ to be saved. Right. Okay, so, so the thing with the martyrs and the indulgences, the martyrs could – Offer their own life for the reconciliation of a person who is excommunicated for one of those three reasons. 
So if say you're a murderer and you've been kicked out of the church and you're repentant and you want back into the church, but you can't get back in. There's no way except if one of those martyrs says, I will offer my martyrdom, this witness of faith, the witness of my death for Christ, I will offer that for the sake of this person being reconciled to the church. And the church says you're back in. And the church will let you back in. Man, that's, that's crazy. So it's kind of a – you can imagine a wild world back then for Christians. But that, that concept, that idea of reconciliation and sacrificing for each other has continued into the contemporary doctrine of indulgences. Okay, where, so the, the reality of indulgences is there from the very beginning in the way that we offer sacrifices and prayers for each other. Exactly. Now, what about the Middle Ages, though? Because I hear all this stuff about selling of indulgences and corruption and all this crazy stuff. And I always thought that's when indulgences uh, were just made up. What do you think about that? Right. No, no. They've been around the whole time. As long as the communion of saints has been around, which is from the first days of Christianity, from the first days of the apostolic church, Christians have been praying for each other. So what happened in the Middle Ages, the trouble that the church got into was that – the the bishops said that you could pay a certain amount to have masses said, or you could give a certain amount of money to charities, um, like the church, in order to to kind of pay for these indulgences. So as a way of sacrificing yourself, you give away your money. Okay. Um, but it was abused. It was a system that was abused, and it could be a way of making money. Priests and bishops used it, abused it, in order to to make their own gain, and there was uh, there was corruption for that. For that so, reason. it was a good and true and apostolic thing, reality that was abused by certain priests and bishops. Absolutely. In the Ages. Now, Martin Luther had issues with this, right? And Protestants they always point back to this. But here's an interesting, another fun fact for you: Martin Luther, in his ninety five thesis, which he which was his kind of statement declaring that he wanted reform and he wanted out of the church that he posted on the door at Wittgenburg in Germany, 1517, I think, he did not say indulgences, this is all made up, this is just fantasy. He actually believed in indulgences. He was just calling for the re- the removal of the corruption around indulgences. So Martin Luther actually believed in indulgences. Right. He said don't sell them. And he said that doesn't help people. Um, it can be an abused sacrifice. Or it's just much easier for the rich people to just give away money and right, sort right, of right. buy these indulgences without having to really sacrifice themselves or their heart or uh, themselves in prayer. Now, what about today? How do I go out and get an indulgence today? Well, there's indulgences attached to all kinds of things. You go to Mass – you say the rosary, um, you walk to a pilgrimage site, certain devotions, uh, liturgy of the hours. All of these things can, can gain different indulgences and, and rather large indulgences. But there's also conditions attached. You have to go to confession okay. and you have to with, – with perfect contrition if you want plenary indulgence. You have to pray for the intentions of the pope and then you have to receive communion – while uh, while trying to gain, while doing a, one of these certain prayers in order to gain a uh, an indulgence. And I can use these indulgences for myself, for my own sins, or I can apply them to those who have died. Is that correct? Exactly. Any questions, concerns, thoughts, Catholic Stuff Podcast at gmail.com. Send us an email. Let us know what you're thinking. And we'll see you next week. All right. <laughs>